0: It is a Monday and we turn the page to November. Monday, November 1st into Tuesday, November 2nd. Matt Derry with you. It's Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Indeed, your team every day as we talk Detroit Lions football. The Lions on a bye week. No game this Sunday. Remember the old days of WDFN and my buddy John Bloom, where John used to say in the sports updates, Lions won't lose this Sunday because they're not playing. It was one of the great old bits of all time. But it's true. The Lions are 0 and 8 and uh, here we go. Talk now of 0-17 has risen after yesterday's disgusting 44-6 to loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. A game that saw really no positives at all. It was awful. PFF top five and bottom five offensive and defensive performers from the Lions. We will tell you who those players are coming up on the show today. Also, do you want a red flag For 0-17 talk, I have some stats that are not in the Lions' favor when it comes to 0-17. Plus, tomorrow at 4 is the NFL trade deadline. I think the Lions need to be active. I think Brad Holmes needs to discard some of the talent on this team, some of the contracts, and accumulate some draft picks. But Dan Campbell said something interesting today. We'll tell you what on the trade deadline. All of that coming up. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day here on Lockdown On Lions. You can find us on all platforms. Find me on Twitter at DairySpeaks, Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter as well, where we post the podcast every day. And if you're on Facebook and you want to do a comment on the games or the shows, go to the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Um, I don't really feel any differently than I did yesterday on the post-game pod. Yesterday's performance was horrible. The Lions looked bad. Um, Dan Campbell, after the game and also today, took the blame for the just just absolute, what's the word we're looking for here? It was a stinker of a performance. There's really no two ways about it. It was a terrible effort. And Campbell said today he understands the sluggish attendance numbers at Ford Field says it's his job to create a winning program that people want to come see. And that, you know, it it, it just, it's not, that was not a performance. There was nothing good about yesterday. That's a two and five Eagles team that came in. And, you know, it it just was horrible. Horrible. And there was no development yesterday. There was nobody getting better yesterday. It just It's almost like the guys put so much effort and so much focus into that Rams game two weeks ago. And they played well. And they led in the game in the second half. And then it was like, oh, just a balloon popped. And then they had to come home in front of five people and try to beat a bad Philly team, and they just weren't up for the challenge. And the Eagles pushed them around. But now you got to buy. You got Pittsburgh and Cleveland on the road the next two weeks, and then the Bears for Thanksgiving. But the conversation of 0 and 17 has to come into play. Think about this for a second. This is the third time in team history that the Lions have lost consecutive home games by 23 or more points. The previous two times were in 08 and 1942. And both of those seasons resulted in, you guessed it, two winless seasons. 0 and 011 and 1942, 0 and 016 in the infamous year of 2008. <laughs> Uh-oh. You know? There are four teams in the NFL who are winless at home this year. The Lions are the first team to go 0-4 at home this year. The other three teams are 0-3. And that, of course, are the Niners, the Eagles, and the Dolphins. The Lions' minus 71 points differential is the worst in the NFL this year. The scoring differential per game is minus 18, the worst in the NFL at home. Why do I bring this up now? Because only the 0-8 team... Generated a worse scoring margin per game for the Lions home games in the first eight weeks. All of these similarities to 2008. Look, this is a different circumstance. This is a brand new regime. They blew it up completely. But going back to Millen and Marinelli, uh oh, uh oh, is what I'm saying. I am I I still, deep down in my heart, believe that this team is going to win a football game or two. But now you have to put into play the possibility because the Lions are banged up. They're exhausted from losing. They're not good enough. And they just got so pushed around yesterday that maybe they're on a gas. I don't think that's the case. I think they're playing hard for Dan Campbell and, Dan Campbell's genuine. When he says, put it on me, I'm buying it. This isn't like Matt Patricia from last year saying that all the time. But it's not, this is not a good sign at all. What about the positives? Who played well yesterday? Pro Football Focus, top five offensive and defensive players, and we will do the bottom five as well. And we'll do that coming up next. First, I want to tell you about TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. you get got another one that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for everything else. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together, and that's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. So our friends at ProFootballFocus.com: top five defensive players and bottom five defensive players from yesterday's forty-four to six loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and again, I'm going to make this at a minimum of ten snaps. Because there's a lot of guys on here that played less than 10 snaps, and that doesn't count in my mind. you got to play like 10 to 15 snaps to get recognized. Uh, Derek Barnes was the number one defensive player for the Lions, according to Pro Football Focus yesterday, grading out at a 77.7. Austin Bryant was second at a 69.9. Trey Flowers third at a 68.4. Jerry Jacobs, the cornerback, he continues to get better, 63.4. And Dean Marlowe, free safety, 63.3. The bottom five, Lions defenders. I looked on this list and saw the name Mark Gilbert. I don't even know who that is. Is that Dan's brother? Um, Alex Anzalone, dead last, 25.2 grade. Brutal. Michael Brockers, second to last, 30.2. He's been a big disappointment. Uh, Nick Williams, 41.4. Charles Harris, 43.3. Julian Okwara, 45.0. All of those guys got just blown up in the run game. Blown up. Those are outside linebackers, defensive linemen, and your middle linebacker. All underperforming yesterday. Man, Alex Anzalone at 25.2. Just when you think, you know, without Jamie Collins, Anzalone looks better. And then a stinker of a game yesterday. That's brutal. Your middle linebacker registering that low is bad. The highest graded lion on either side of the ball. My call from yesterday on the postgame pod. You heard me. You heard me say I almost gave him a game ball. Godwin Iguibuike, 81.5. He played 11 snaps. Let's go. Jonah Jackson, 78.1. You know, it's funny. People say, well, do the Lions care about these stats? Do they use pro football focus? And yet here is Dan Campbell today saying somebody who popped out on the tape to him was Jonah Jackson. Yeah, it's because PFF has him at a 78.1. TJ Hawkinson, 76.0. Evan Brown, the center, 73.2. Jamar Jefferson, 72.0. Those are your top five on the offensive side of the ball. Bottom five offensive performers, DeAndre Swift, checking in at a 37.4. Jason Cabinda, 46.5. Kaderil Hodge, 47. Kalief Raymond, 50.3. And here's an interesting one. Trinity Benson, 50.8. I didn't even see him on the field. He was not targeted, yet he played 45 snaps yesterday. How do you play 45 snaps and not even get recognized on the field? How about that? Jared Goff, by the way, if you care, registered at a 63.4. But the receiver is grading very low when you talk about Hodge, Raymond, and Benson. Three of your bottom five receivers. Couldn't get separation. Goff held the ball too long. And the rest is history. It's funny because you talk about the draft and there's all of these mock drafts, including PFF's mock draft, Matt Miller mock draft, I saw it today, Mel Kuyper mock draft, and they're all saying Kayvon Thibodeau. Tank for Tibbs. To the Lions, the defensive end pass rusher from Oregon. Everybody's saying he's the number one pick. Saw so today, I think Mel Kuiper or one of these guys had Matt Corral going number five. He was the highest rated quarterback. I don't see it. I like Matt Corral as a college quarterback. But if there's one year that the Lions really need a QB and want to make a move away from Jared Goff, if that's how they feel, they're not going to tell us that yet. This draft is not the draft. To be doing that. Kenny two gloves, can he pick it out of Pittsburgh? Is he a top ten pick? And the way this is going, the Lions are gonna have the number one pick. So everybody's saying it's gonna be Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. But the Lions have a lot of work to do, and it's not gonna get much better soon. What you want to see is a good effort. You want to see good effort. You want to see these guys playing hard. You want to see them battle like they did against the Rams, like they nearly beat the Ravens, like they should have beaten the Vikings, all of those things. And then yesterday, they took a monster step back yesterday. That was pathetic. You got pushed around, pushed around by the two and five Eagles. I was listening to my buddy Tom Byrne last night on uh, uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio, and he said it. He's like, the Eagles are terrible. They had no business, no business blowing anybody out, especially on the road. You know? And yet, that's what happened. The Lions got embarrassed. And it was, it just, it's not working right now. And they've got to get it together. This team has got to find a way to win a couple of games and get some momentum back, or else you think the stands were empty um, yesterday with the crowd of you know below fifty thousand? What's it going to be like in a few weeks? Thanksgiving there'll be people there, but you know what else are we looking at here? it'll be brutal. So you got to muster something up, and it starts in a couple of weeks against Pittsburgh. I'm not ex- predicting victories here, but we got to see something better. Um, have to. And and you know Dan Campbell is doing the best he can. He's even said today Mike Vrabel, the coach of the Titans, reached out to him today and told him to stay the course and that things will work out, which I thought was interesting. What a class act Mike Vrabel is. You could argue Bob Quinn hired his wrong buddy from New England. Should have hired Mike Vrabel, we wouldn't be talking about Dan Campbell, would we? Mike Vrabel's doing a heck of a job with the Titans again. Again, doing a great, great job. All right, tomorrow at 4 o'clock is the NFL trade deadline. What are the Lions going to do? Are they going to do anything? I think they should. And I'm not talking about a house cleaning or anything else, but I think a couple of moves should be made. I have a couple of ideas for you. We'll do it coming up next. Uh, But first, I got to tell you about my buddies at Built Bar. If you haven't tried a Built Bar yet, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You've tried one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky, waxy, just plain hard to choke down. But a built Bar is soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. When you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. They are amazing. You'll be in such a great mood every morning if you have a built Bar. You would never, ever think about, like, calling into a sports radio show and, and screaming at people and then hanging up. You would never do that if you had a built Bar. <laughs> Cookies and cream is my favorite. They're amazing. I had the Cherry barcia the other day. Had a Cookie Dough Chunk Bar, too, today. Had two today. Go to built.com, check, check it out for yourself, I'm telling you, and use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-15, for 15% off at built.com And, hey, World Series is alive and kicking. There will be a Game 6 tomorrow night. Monday night football tonight, Giants at Chiefs. You want to lay that nine, nine and a half for Kansas City? Or do you want to take the points and Danny Dimes? Why don't you bet on the game at betonline.ag? BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. I was texting my guy Anthony yesterday, Anthony Pavisic, and I said, Pav, I, I got a lock for you. Carolina plus the points against Atlanta. I thought Carolina. I was like, what is that spread? Carolina's going to win the game outright. And I was right. I should have put some money down at betonline.ag. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. And receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive the bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. They are where the game starts. All right, today Dan Campbell was asked about the trade deadline and said he doesn't see the team doing anything tomorrow by four o'clock. Why not? The Lions should be selling. Now, uh, first things first. T.J. Hawkinson is off limits. You can't trade your only target. I know Dan Campbell said today they've got to find a way to get Amon Ross St. Brown more touches, and he they love him. Fine. But T.J. Hawkinson is your best receiver and your best weapon. You have to put an NFL product on the field. You can't trade all of your good players and then expect to... Build, you know, I almost said build back better. But, you know, build up and get this thing rolling. You've got to have some young guys around for the future. I am not going to tell you to trade everybody. But would I make some moves tomorrow by 4 o'clock? Yes, I would. If a team needs a pass rusher, you've got Charles Harris on a one-year deal. Deal him. Nick Williams is on the last year of a deal. Deal him. Get a late-round pick for these guys. There's got to be a way to sell. Taylor Decker, I don't know. I'm not saying I would definitely trade Taylor Decker, but something's going on with him in the hand. I don't know if he's even going to play this year, but if he got moved to someplace else, would you take back some high-round draft picks for him and then leave Sewell on the left side? This They're not going to win for a couple years. You have to consider it. Maybe Dan Campbell's playing a great game of poker, and that's all he's doing. Remember, Martin Mayhew said they're not trading Roy Williams, and then two days later, Roy Williams was traded. Tracy Walker? What if a team called about Tracy Walker? He's in his fourth year. You giving him more money and a new contract after this season? If Tracy Walker was in his second year, I'd be like, yeah, you hold on to him. He's on a cheap rookie deal. But this is year four. Would somebody take Will Harris off their hands? Please. But you're holding on to guys like Frank Ragnow and others. Absolutely. I don't think anyone is trading for Trey Flowers. I don't think the Saints, because Jameis Winston's out for the year, are going to call about Jared Goff. If they did, send him there. But it's not going to happen. But to say he doesn't, Dan Campbell doesn't see the team doing anything tomorrow... I think you got to talk to some contenders and get rid of guys like like I said flip guys that are not going to be a part of the future. Nick Williams isn't a great football player, but get a get a mid to late round pick for him. Keep accumulating picks. You're starting over. This group isn't working out. A lot of these guys aren't Brad Holmes's furniture. He wants to put his own furniture in his house. He's known for being a part of some great drafts with the Rams. So let's get some more picks. I'm hopeful that the Lions tomorrow are active at the trade deadline. That's the hope, at least on my part. All right, thanks for making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked On Lions, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're back again tomorrow, right here. Enjoy your Monday, everybody, and stay safe.